thank you for joining us for Let's Pray, a ministry designed to help and encourage through Bible reading and prayer. And I'm Brooke Suttle, the pastor of Royal River Baptist Church in Yarmouth, Maine. Our scripture reading is found today in Hosea chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. And while you're finding your place in your Bible, uh, just by way of review, uh, we are looking at uh, this chapter and this particular uh, portion of scripture we see the causality of obedience, or we could say the constraint of obedience. And we said that God encourages obedience, first of all, by addressing our failures. Uh, as we look at our life and look at the ways that we've fallen and come short of God's glory, God encourages us uh, to move away from that failed lifestyle, from that lifestyle that has not been good and appropriate. Uh, to follow him. Then God enables obedience by addressing our fears. He lets us know how we can overcome our fears, and he gives us great confidence. And then God establishes obedience, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. God establishes obedience by addressing our future. We're, we're able to obey, and we're more willing to be compliant because God lets us know what our future is going to look like. And he's able to take great care of us and establish us in our faith. Let's read verses 19 and 20. It says, And I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies. And I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. So we're going to look today at this thought that God establishes obedience by addressing our future. God makes a commitment to those that put their trust in him. And here he's dealing with the nation of Israel very specifically. But he says, I want to do this. I will betroth thee unto me forever. This is what I'm going to do for you. So we see God's commitment is enduring. We see the length of it. I will betroth thee unto me forever. God's covenant is commitment to the people of Israel is going to be a betrothal forever. God's going to bring them unto himself and they're never going to be put away. And so this is a great promise about the endurance of God's commitment. I see the loyalty of it. He says, I will betroth thee. I'm going to purchase you to myself. I'm going to bring you to me. I'm making a covenant with you forever. So not only do we see the length of uh, his commitment and the enduring of it, but we see the loyalty of it. And then we see the love of it. And thou shalt know the Lord, it says in verse 19. I will betroth thee unto me and in verse 20 and thou shalt know the lord god's commitment god's commitment to israel is an enduring one because of the length of it because of the loyalty of it because of the love of it thou shalt know in other words you'll have a relationship with god that's going to be an enduring relationship then we find not only is god's commitment enduring He's talking about the future now. He's helping them to be obedient by telling them these things. Uh, it's also equitable. I'm glad that God, in his dealing with us today, uh, that God's promises are enduring promises. He said that if whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he also said uh, in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. What a wonderful, enduring promise that we can put our faith in God and have this everlasting life that he's promised us and it would be through his son and we can know him and walk with him and have a relationship not just in the future but right now but it's also equitable he is appropriate and sound in his purity he says i will betroth thee unto me in righteousness so this betrothal is going to be in purity what god does he does right God does in purity and in holiness and in truth. And so there's nothing uh, impure about his covenant with us. And so this should mean that we're going to be pure in our lives. Uh, God didn't, didn't make this covenant with us for us to run wild and to live in a way that's not pleasing to God. That's what's bringing judgment on the nation of Israel. He's letting him know that my covenant's going to be established with you in righteousness, in purity. And then it's going to be established uh, in prudence, uh, for seeing evil, establishing that which is good. I see it's established in purity and in prudence. He said, I will betroth thee unto me in judgment. God's God knows exactly what they need. He knows what's good for Israel. God knows what's good for us. God deals with us. His commitments are to us in equity. They're very equitable. I see they're pure, they're prudent, but I see it's also, he is appropriate and sound in his piety. Tender devotion to our good. I will betroth thee unto me in loving kindness. I see he is devoted to our good. People that love you really want to see your best, uh, want to see the best out of you. They want to do things for uh, you that will help bring you to a place uh, that will elevate you and encourage you. Uh, people uh, sacrifice oftentimes uh, for their spouse or their children or for those they love because they want they have their best interest in mind. They'll do without so that they might have. And here Hosea is illustrating this life to Gomer and how he's living his life. He's sacrificing for her benefit and God is sacrificed for the benefit of his people. I see that this is an equitable relationship. It's a relationship that is full of loving kindness. And then last of all, it's equitable because it's appropriate. He's appropriate and sound in his pity. I will betroth thee unto me in mercies. That he has pity and he wants to see what's best for the people, for his uh, people his chosen people. So I see God establishes obedience by addressing our future. And I'm grateful that he's committed to our, uh, his commitment is enduring and his commitment to us is equitable, just like it was to Israel. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you that you help establish obedience in our life by addressing our future, that you make commitments to us that if we Lord, look to you that you will save us and you save us forever. Your love and your commitment's enduring. Your commitment's equitable. It's right. It's pure. It's prudent. Lord, it's in piety. It's in pity. Thank you so much, dear Lord, that you're such a wonderful God and you're so good to us. Help us to do your will for that one that's not saved. Help them to come to obedience because you've promised a wonderful future for those that do. And we'll give you the praise. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Pray. I hope it's been a help to you. If you have need of additional assistance, you may reach us at 207-899-7949, or you may go to our website at letspraynow.org. Until tomorrow, hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.